you are a king and queen, and we have been called to serve, not to take, but to give. Hey everyone, greetings, welcome back. It's your boy Joshua Miles with Upper Level, now bringing you Level Up. Yes, we are leveling up. We have changed from new wine to level up because we're going to keep going up, up, and up, all right? We have been leveling up on some good episodes over the last couple months, like turning your pain into passion, building your foundation, think positive, also keeping consistent what it means to be dope in the kingdom of God. That's one of my favorite ones too, by the way. And just how expensive are you, right? I love that one too, because you have great worth and priceless value. Man, I know the last episode was about being offended, so I'm praying that these words are both uplifting and encouraging to you with the Holy Spirit's guidance to elevate you to where God has called you to be in these trying times that we live in. But the good news is that God has you exactly where you are right now. And if you're tuning in, I believe that you have now stepped into another another appointment that God has for you to take you to that next level. Please, again, leave us your comments and feedback on our YouTube channel and website at U-P-P-A-L-E. B-E-L-E-N-T-P dot com. Again, that's U-P-P-A-L-E-V-E-L-E-N-T-P dot com. I really pray that these episodes are helping you to level up on the promises of what God has in store for you. Today, we want to level you up and just love on you and talk about to love is to serve. Say it with me. To love is to serve. It's simple. But yet, sometimes we make it more complicated than what it should be, right? But we want to keep it as simple as possible. To love is to serve. Oh, and before we go forward, as you can see, yeah, you see them? I have these roses I want to you know, present to you, and each one of them represents something, okay? First one I have for you right now is joy, all right? Somebody, you need that joy right now in your life. Somebody else, we need that peace. Here's some peace for you, okay? We need some patience. Here's the patience. We have kindness, here's some goodness, some faithfulness, gentleness, and last but not least, self-control. I'm aware it's Valentine's Month where we like to celebrate our significant other or even a loved one by giving them some type of gift or flowers to show them how much we love and appreciate what they do. But what would happen if we continue to celebrate and serve one another with love each and every day instead of having to wait once a year on Valentine's Day to show them some type of appreciation? So I want to show you some type of appreciation before Valentine's is even here. This is my Valentine's to you. This is my love to you. And I want to continue to serve this to you on every episode. Is that all right? So... To love is to serve. Let's dig into it, shall we? First, let's look at the word serve, which means to perform duties or services 
to present something to someone. Now, if we go to Mark 10 and 45, it says, For even the Son of Man, which is Jesus, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life uh, as a ransom for many. So if we take that word serve and break it down with the verse, it goes like this. Jesus' assignment and purpose was giving us miracles, signs, and wonders to help reestablish his government order, which is through Holy Spirit and God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. So that we may now be able to shift into Romans 12 and 1, where it says this, to present our bodies, our bodies, as a living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Come on, man. It don't get no better than that. So watch this. Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve true kings and queens who are now looking to serve. Why? Because we carry the servant's heart. Isn't that awesome? You are a king and queen, and we have been called to serve, not to take, but to give. What I love about what I love about it is we don't need a title or position to serve in ministry. Why? Because the word ministry means to what? Serve. It's having a servant's heart to serve. We'll get to love in a few minutes, but I got to get us leveled up on first serving. Is that all right? Matthew 23 and 11. Uh-oh, there goes number 23 again. Real quickly, we talked about in being dope in the kingdom episode that 23 represents in one way that a special group of people is reserved by God for his service. If you're watching this right now, I believe you're part of that special group of people that have been bought with a price. Because 1 Peter 2 and 9 says this, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his, somebody say his, God's wonderful light. Man, now that's dope. And then, thank you, Father. And what's dope again? You have dominion because you are what? A dominator. You're now an overcomer. You have patience and you serve with excellence. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. That's why we are dope in the kingdom because of our heavenly father. Thank you, Father. Go here, go here with me real quick. Just as a good bartender serves drinks, right? Right? Let's just keep it real. What happens when we start becoming bartenders in the kingdom to start serving people new wine through the Holy Spirit? Did you catch that? I know you weren't ready for that. That's okay. But when we start to serve the wine, we can now have an expensive bottle that is tied into Psalms 34 and 8, which it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. And if I can keep it real with you, don't get offended when you're serving someone, let's just say on Valentine's Day, 
you give someone a gift of some sort and the other person might not have gotten you the gift that you were, you know, maybe looking for. <laughs> but please understand that you are the gift. Say, I am the gift. Yes, you are the gift. And now Matthew 23, 11 says this, the greatest among you mm, will be your servant. Let me say that one more time. The greatest among you will be your servant. I hear somebody saying, well, I ain't trying to be great. Please, you're called to it. Don't run away from it. The one who serves, because when we serve, we now are leveling up to do as unto the Lord and not unto man. And that's Colossians 3.23. Man, I love that. You know, Michael Jordan used to say that every time he played a game, he would play it as though it was someone's first time to ever see him play. And we all know he played and served us on a level of high, high excellence every time he stepped on the court. Even when he was sick, he still served in excellence to help serve his team to win. I wonder if I'm talking to somebody right now that you're going through something that seems so crazy right now, but yet God is still asking you to serve in a high level of excellence because it's the service that takes us to that next level. I'm saying to say this, you are a representation of that number 23, full of greatness too, that has been called by God to serve. That's why it takes training and discipline. We keep on saying these things over and over again because I want to keep on letting you know that you're not doing this in vain. It's for a purpose, to become what God has called you to be. The word work in Genesis 2.15, it means when God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden, to work means to become. Say become. That's exactly what you and I are doing. We are becoming Everything through our training, through all the lessons that we are being taught right now, we are becoming everything that we are called to be. When you're working and functioning in God's purpose for your life, you are now becoming the man and woman that God called you to be in this time right now. Uh, I'm really hoping this is helping someone. Now, last but not least, let's look at the word love. And I know we are familiar with the five love languages, right? But I would like to indulge in the word of love in the Bible that one of the New Testament words uses, which is agape. And it's the highest form of love, which means the fatherly love of God for humans, mankind, us, as well as the human reciprocal love for God. It's amazing because when we first meet that special someone, we oftentimes look at them through our natural lenses first, with our feelings and emotions that are heavily attached to our hearts. We love, we love, we love to use the phrase falling in love, right? But what I've experienced, and you probably have as well, <laughs> is that love can only go, your love can only go but so far. Uh, there's only so much that you will be able to handle until now it's called falling out of love 
because now we have reached our ceiling of love and we have capped out. Isn't that something? Therefore, we begin to repeat a vicious cycle of our love being limited to grow, right? We have limited it now because we have an expectation and measurement in our mind of what love we think should look like, right? But that's why I love that God has given us his agape love that is limitless to love beyond measure. So that means I've already forgiven you. Watch this. Before you even offend me, because I'm not seeing you the way I see you, I, I'm, 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 I'm not loving you the way I love you, but I'm now loving you the way God sees you, right? Watch this. Through his love, which is again agape, and that's, that's man, that, that right there should make you want to shout something right there. Lord I, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I love you. Because when you love someone, you don't have to have a reason why you love them. What am I talking about? It says in John 3.16, we all know this, for what God so loved the world that he gave. It didn't say God loves you because you look good. God loves you because you make a lot of money. <laughs> Uh-oh. God loves you because you're all this and all that because you have a name, you're famous. Nah. No, he never gives a reason why he first loved us. That's why we don't have to have, watch this, a reason to get our family or a special loved one or even just a friend something nice, right? It's because God is so good, he allows us Thank you, Father, to be good through him, not through us, because we're always going to shortchange somebody if we keep on coming through us. But have you ever had the Holy Spirit say to do something for someone, but in your flesh you refuse to do it because you started finding reasons not to? <laughs> Maybe I'm just talking to myself, and that's fine. Um, so excuse me, please. But a lot of times we don't realize that when, man, a person is going through something, right? And God wants to bless them through us. But now we have taken God's place, watch this, to judge them when, we, when all he was asking is for us to be obedient through his love, not ours. Because like I already told you, our love is limited and it can't, out, it can't exceed God's love. Because why? Our love comes with so many stipulations and regulations that we easily miss the opportunity to serve when God is speaking to us. But aren't you glad that God doesn't do us like that? You see, the reason why love is connected to serving is because love requires what we love to say, action. Say action. Action. I need some action. The action is now serving, right? Because they go hand in hand because if I'm serving, I have action that's behind it. I can't sit on the couch every day and tell my wife, I love you. Hey, baby, I love you. Hey, girl, I love you. Knowing that there are needs that have to be met on a daily basis 
thinking that if I say I love her, that need will be taken care of. Because without service, how does love without action service to meet the needs? I don't know about you, but I want to I want to dominate the needs like when our Heavenly Father says in Matthew 6 and 8, Jesus, Jesus says this, I'm sorry, he says it like this, that he already knows what we are in need of before we even ask. My wife doesn't have to tell, ask me to take the trash out. I know it's time for me to take the trash out. My wife doesn't have to ask me to do the dishes. I know there's dishes. But how about we don't even put them in the Sink, we already wash them. I know that's a little bit too much. I got, okay, I got you. Let me come back to, to some of our reality. I got it. But that comes from having a love that's agape through the relationship with our Heavenly Father. The next question, I'm almost done, is what kind of heart are you serving from? Is it from bitterness, anger, rejection, or just simply the love of God, agape? You see, we can't afford not to serve out of God's love because we will always miss something that God was trying to depart from us and also to the other person. He's trying to not depart, I'm sorry, impart into us. I could keep going on and on about this, but I want to challenge you today in the rest of this year to start loving your neighbor as yourself. Matthew 22 and 37. A perfect example. You're going to like this. And we're going to end it like this. If you know you like to have coffee in the morning, right? I know I got a lot of coffee people out there. That's, that's the only way you function. If you don't have that caffeine, you're going to go crazy. Okay, I got you. But there will be nothing that will stop you from having it. If you have a bad attitude or mad at yourself, you will still have that coffee, Right? Watch this. What if your spouse also likes coffee as much as you do, but they did something to offend you? There goes that that offense. So now you say, forget them. I'm going to just have me some coffee, but you're not, but but you're mad, but you're not mad at yourself to punish yourself, right? From what you want. So you're still loving your neighbor as yourself. You're still going to treat yourself right, regardless of how you feel. So you're still being able to love your neighbor neighbor and serve your neighbor on how God sees them and not from your flesh. Basically, it means that even when I'm mad at myself, I'm going to still be a blessing to myself. So a lot of times we make coffee like I know I make coffee for my wife. I'm still serving her the coffee, right? I'm just saying that to say sometimes if we have an attitude we can have an attitude and not now want to serve them because we're in our feelings. No, you're not in your feelings when you're still making your coffee. You might, but you're going to still do it for yourself. So what I'm saying is still love yourself as you love your neighbor. I pray that we have learned how to love through God's love and become all that he has called us to be in this episode. So let's start leveling up. Until next time, please like, comment, and share with someone so you can become the change because you matter for such a time as this. Until next time, stay tuned. Oh, oh, oh.